The following podcast is a Dear Media production. We're back with another Friendship Series episode, and this is one that I get questions on all the freaking time. And I personally, actually, I don't know about you, and we'll get into this, but like, I never really had to make new friends because yeah. when I moved from college, I moved into the city where like all of my college friends were and all of my high school friends were. And also the people I was working with were like primarily older. So I never had to make new friends. And it wasn't until I moved to the suburbs that I was like, oh shit, not that my friends are that far. They're still in New York or they've moved to like surrounding suburbs. But there is something different about having someone just being able to be like, you want to go for a quick walk. You know, the ease of that. Totally. Yeah. So this was the first time I personally had to do that. And whenever I reference if I'm doing anything with a friend here, I get all these messages like, how did you meet people? Who are these people, et cetera? Yeah. So welcome to the hey, Friendship Series. I'm so excited to be here. This is fun. This is really is fun. So I'm going to give some backstory for people. Okay. Basically, when we bought the house, our realtor- A year ago. A year, almost. Almost. Yeah. We've almost had our one-year anniversary. Because doesn't it feel- It well, doesn't- it, it I, I can't both. tell if it feels long or short. Me either, because I feel like I literally talk to you probably more than anyone now. Like I know. all day. I, I feel like I've known day. you more than a year. Me too. Yes. And I feel like maybe you're somebody that I have met in a former life. Oh, okay. We can get into former life because we both believe in it's it. it's been a year. Almost. Almost, in yeah, in January. Oh, in January. Yeah. But October it listed. Maybe I'm- So maybe that's when we met. My time hops okay. are coming up now of like the house oh, next to Yeah. <laughs> your time hops? What? Because uh-huh. you were I'm here every day. Old, yeah. Anyway, so when we buy the house, our realtor is like, by the way, the house directly next door, like you'll love them. They're a younger couple, like your age. Had you bought it yet? I think. Or did that make no, you want to no, buy no, no, it? No, no, no. We had bought it. I did not know that okay. beforehand. You probably would have made an even bigger it offer. Been, yeah. yeah. I sure. mean, it would have okay. been a huge sell. But she was like, they're great. I met them. She even played lacrosse in college too. All this stuff. And I was like, oh, awesome. And then I remember, I guess it, maybe it was the day we closed or didn't. No, no it, was it was a little bit later. I did an inspection. Where were you when were sitting in? When my mom was your- there. No. When was the first time we met? There was no. one time where I was with Melissa and then there was one time where my parents were here. I don't – I think it was the, – the one that I have a vivid memory of is you sitting with Melissa in your living room. Yes. Okay. I know, I know this too. I think it was still staged even. I feel like we were sitting on staged oh, furniture. We were because there was furniture there. Yeah. That's why – because so I sat for way too long. Yet. You did not sit for too long. So then we hadn't bought it yet. So it was before. Oh, you know what it was? Okay. They just hadn't moved we stuff put, out yet. We put in an offer oh. and we came back. Okay. I, maybe you this were under contract. Yeah. We had put in an offer and then we pulled the offer uh-huh. and then the house didn't sell. And right. they were like, will you come back and see if there's anything we can do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was it. And that's what it was. Anyway, so we meet and I'm like, wow, this girl is like Well, I walked in your front door. Normal. Yeah. <laughs> is what happened. And was like, hey, hey. Are you, hey who are you guys? <laughs> I love you. <laughs> that's what happened. And then I sat down. Yes. And, and then, then we, we talked for a while. Yeah. And I just remember thinking this girl is super normal, like 
I definitely think I could be her friend, etc. Yeah, yeah. And then I remember it was inspection. or It was something that I brought my parents with me because Joe couldn't come. Maybe it was the inspection. I don't know. Because I vividly I remember I was still in the house and my mom comes in and is like, I'm out here talking to your neighbor. You were driving your husband to the That's train right. station. Now I remember. Because I vividly remember after we talked, my dad was like, well, her husband is so chill because we just kept him up for 10 minutes. Uh-huh. I hope he wasn't missing his train to work. Which he like- is. And I was I was like, wait, when did I meet your parents? Because I know for a fact, I would not forget meeting your mom. No. And you're right. And you I do remember meeting your mom and I didn't get out of the car, but we were sitting in the car yes. and I was like, oh my God. This woman is I'm so else. glad this lady's going to be coming around a lot. <laughs> yeah. So- That was in January and then we moved and I just feel like for me, and you can share your experience, but personally, A, it was just so helpful to have someone who like lived in the area because I texted you being like, who's your pediatrician? Where does your kid go to school? Like questions like that. Who do you use for landscaping? Just because, I mean, yeah, sure. I was in like Facebook groups looking for these answers too, but it's always helpful to just And it's overwhelming. You just need like one reference. Yes. I'm like, just tell me From somebody that you think is generally in line with you. You're just like, I don't even care if we're best friends. Like (laughs) I just need a pediatrician. Right. Or like like, who cuts your grass? Like who are these people that come? And then I feel like it kind of just blossomed from there. And I remember- I mean, the timing kind of sucked for me personally because I got pregnant and was in like first trimester hibernation. And you weren't you weren't even pregnant when we first met. No, but I was I told you I was pregnant when you invited me over. One of the first times you came over yeah. and met the group of girls. So yeah. that was the other thing that for me was like, oh my God, this is so great, is that you were like, Hey, I'm having some girls over, come over. And then that just introduced me to people that like yeah. I don't know how I would have ever met them. I I don't think I would have. No, and I don't think I mean, I think about this a lot. I don't even know if I would have met you. Like if we did. If we weren't neighbors, even if you moved here. Yeah. I don't know how our paths would have crossed because our Our kids kids, aren't the same age. And you have like your own social life already. You have a lot of friends. You are a Jersey native. Jersey girl. Jersey girl. And so I feel like it was just serendipitous. And now Mm -hmm. it's completely blossomed into something that I'm so thankful for because I don't know... I mean, it's just hard to meet really good friends yeah. in the real world, especially when you have kids. I think that's been my experience. You don't think the kid helps? I think you have to really prioritize friendship. No, but I mean, do you think the kid helps finding new friends? Yeah, I think kids help finding new friends, but I also think it takes time to find people you really connect with. Yeah. And so even if you go on a play date, which is, of course, how a lot of these relationships Mm -hmm. happen organically... You might waste a lot of time on play dates. No, so with people much. you don't want to really be with at the end of the day. <laughs> so, like, this was just yes. lucky because well, this was kismet. It was kismet, and also I feel like even if you're on play dates, it's really hard to get to know somebody yes. on a play date because like you're chasing your kid, they're chasing their kid. Yeah. You're navigating the kids. Yeah, like it, it, like then my it kid's a total like... asshole a lot of the time, and then I'm like, this sucks because She's... now she is making me look bad. <laughs> But and no, I'm no. chill. Okay, no. And this bitch she, is fucking my friendships up. <laughs> well, you know, she's my favorite person in the world. She's really like, she has something with you, which is nice. But like, if you're on a play date, no, I your get kids it. don't get along, you might not You get might along. not. And then it's like the awkward sharing thing. And it's yeah. like, how do you intervene? And uh, and I was once recently like out. in a play date situation yeah. where there were moms. And I was like, okay, cool opportunity. Maybe going to meet a new friend. Yeah. And this mom like started screaming. At the kid. 
Right. And, then and it was the like, first time that I started being a little like, like the hairs on my arm went yeah. up. Like we're like, oh my God, like this is a little awkward. Like, am I judging her for like screaming mm-hmm. the time? Like one, I scream all the time. I just don't yeah. usually do it in a playgroup. <laughs> but it was just this weird situation that yes. I hadn't encountered yet too, where like, I just don't feel like you get to really meet people for who they are mm-hmm. pre-kids. True. And True. not that we're different people, but like, I think we're all trying to figure out how to parent too. And meeting mm-hmm. somebody in a playgroup setting is just an awkward, it's sometimes confusing because it like, it, it allows you this group of people to know because otherwise, totally. like I think about some of my other friends, well, the other friends I've made in this town, like two are from Joe being like, freaking social mayor golfer i swear to god he's like he's, his the best version of himself he right he's li- the guys so i've met recently are living their best best lives life. living his best life so he is so social which is interesting because he was the same way as me we he never had to make new friends oh. he made like a few friends from work but it wasn't like people he was constantly spending time with and same with me like i had friends from my corporate job actually i technically made a ton of new friends when i started this job yeah. However, they aren't people technically that like I was seeing a lot because they weren't necessarily New York based. Yes. There are a handful that I talk to all the time. Like one of them, I don't know if you met her when she came over. Emily Dinato, I talked to her almost every okay. day. But like we don't live in the same area, so we're not seeing each other all the time. Yeah. And like same with my friend Sari, we talk a lot, but she doesn't live near me. So it wasn't like people that I was meeting up with regularly. Anyway. I feel like Joe then made so many friends here through golf and I've met their wives. But I know we talked about Which this. Which is a tricky situation tricky, too. Tricky, tricky, tricky. And one of them is very much like us kind of where she's like, I want friends, but I don't want to deal with like- It's exhausting. It's exhausting to meet people. And then you have to decide like, okay, well, are we kind of the same? Are we not? And then there's also the fine balance like, even when you and I first met, I'm like, do I text her all the time? Do I not text right. her? Right. Like, oh, I, I don't want to like be intrusive, I but I also- intrusive. Like today, I just showed up, showed up. At, well, to be fair, I thought you were gone. That's why I showed up at your back door to drop off the heating. So, bed. who do you think was there? No one. Oh. I was just going to put it on the back <laughs> oh, okay, step and text nice. you. Yeah. But then I get there and you're in the kitchen. And I'm like, I'm in my pajamas. Show- yeah, but I don't care. Yeah. I was like, now I'm just showing up. But I was, I thought that you went to school earlier for some reason. We're so just I was like, late. dude, we're we can just, family. we can stroll up. We're just going to put it on the back step and I'll text her. But anyway, it's it's true. You're walking the fine line of like. I don't want to come well, off too strong. Well, it was strong, just weird but... though with us though because I feel like I was oddly comfortable with you from the Same. beginning where I almost, I, I don't really, I didn't even think about how I was acting. Yeah. I was just like, I'm, yeah. <laughs> this is who I am and she's just going to see it from day one. It was just a weird comfort. I cannot believe I'm saying this, but holiday season is like kind of approaching. And if you're like me, you are beginning or maybe halfway through or potentially done thinking about gift giving because I'm someone who likes to get this done as soon as I can so that there's no last minute scrambling to order, wrap, and have under the tree by Christmas time. When it comes to our kids, we are big on keeping it minimal around holiday gifting and only giving or asking for things that will truly be used. This year, that includes some of our favorite picks from KiwiCo. KiwiCo is redefining the future of play by making it engaging, enriching, and seriously fun. With super cool hands-on projects designed to inspire a lifelong love for learning, KiwiCo is turning playtime into an adventure of discovery. Each month, KiwiCo delivers crates packed with fun, kid-friendly topics and activities that cover everything from engineering robots to exploring the science of cooking. It's like a treasure trove of creativity, all conveniently delivered to your doorstep. 
If you have a child in your life, whether it be your own or a niece or nephew or a grandchild, I cannot recommend KiwiCo enough for gift giving this holiday season. KiwiCo projects spark creative confidence for ongoing tinkering and experimentation. Sure, you can buy a robot, but wouldn't it be more fun to actually build your own? With all things baby happening in this household lately, our toddler is a big, big fan on the idea of like caregiving and doctor checkups. So we have the pretend play doctor's kit on our personal list of gifts. Unwrap more than a gift. Discover hands-on fun with KiwiCo. Get your first month free on any crate line at kiwico.com slash Cameron. That's your first month free at kiwico.com slash Cameron. I don't know. I mean, I think in general, like, I guess when you met your friends, Joe's friends' wives, Mm -hmm. was it alone? Were you together? So this kind of ties in also to the kid thing. We met the first time with kids. So it's, Yes, there's that like connecting thing that keeps like that relates you on that level mm-hmm. of like, oh, let's do something. It's easy. Let's have a play date. But then you're spending time like focusing on the kid. Yeah. You're trying to pay attention to what they're doing. You're monitoring the like attitudes of your own toddler. Yeah. You're not like getting into it. And it was fine, but I don't leave those situations like, oh my God, I need to hang out all the time. No. But we had a dinner party the other night where there were no kids and we split like after we And ate. you saw the real them. What? You yes. saw the real them. And so then after dinner, the boys like went into one room to watch football and talk and we just yeah. like stayed and talked. And that's what's so interesting to me. And this is also just dynamic of women versus men. Like I left that dinner knowing everything about like yeah. all of it. And Joe's like, I've hung out <laughs> with these guys like so much more. Where? How do you get – where is this info coming from? Yeah, I'm like, you guys well, don't talk to each talk. other. Yeah. But that's when I left being like, oh, I feel so much closer because totally. you're spending time without kids. So I think kids – if you have them, can be a nice entryway to meet people. For sure. Absolutely. But it's not – you need to spend time without them to connect. Totally. I totally agree. And I think that there's different kinds of relationships that serve different purposes because they're – like for me, just as a background, there's nothing more important than girl friendships. Same. Like it's really important to me. It's always been important to Same. me. I really like to give what I – you know, I like to get what I give. And I also am mm-hmm. fully aware of the fact that like I can't have a million friends. Right. Like I don't have time for it or like I just can't invest mm-hmm. that. But I know it's super important to me. And, you know, it was like lucky to find you. But my friendship progression has kind of been you have your like lifelong – I call them like family friends. And those mm-hmm. are like the people from – Middle school and high school that That's I like feel like as we've gotten Lizzie older, that you just met. Totally. And mm-hmm. I love her. She's amazing. Yeah. I love all your friends. Now I'm just happy that I can meet your <laughs> friends. But I feel like you've got those people and they're like your constant. Mm-hmm. But also you might not talk to them about things like politics or, yeah. you know, like they as I've gotten older, I'm like, we're friends because we're family. Oh, interesting. But it can be often harder to have real conversations in okay. a way that like maybe with like cousins or siblings where you're just like, you know, they're hot buttons and maybe you don't push them as much. I don't feel as similarly with that, but I do feel they are the friends that I can be like, you're acting fucking ridiculous. Like I treat those life yeah. long, like those people are like my sisters where, and I'll just use Lizzie as an example because you've met her and now she moves, lives in our town and she's been on the show where like, if she's or me are being ridiculous about something, I can just be like, oh no, yeah, no, no, no. You just cut it right there. And I think you're lucky. I mean, I think you're lucky to have grown together through that maybe. And like, and I get that's rare. Totally. I think it's rare, but I also think like 
sure, I could talk to them about all that. But they're there. They're always yeah. going to be there. I care about them. I love them. I'm, ha- you know, we'll always be supporting each other. And then I feel like as you get older, you kind of realize what these different relationships mean. And for me, I went to college. I met like my best girlfriends in the whole world. Mm-hmm. Going away with them in 10 days. We have our countdown oh together. Fun. Those are our lacrosse girls. Like, yeah. Those are the girls I played with. And that was a rare experience well, to so have that. Interesting for me, my college girls are not my lacrosse girls. Yeah, which is... I think is, mine is rare. Really? I think mine is, well, I don't know. I think it's rare that it's all the girls in my class. Well, that is so rare. Because you know, in any class, you've no. got totally different people. The, your entire class? Our entire class. There's seven of us. That is very rare. And very we're rare. like thick as thieves. Like, those are my people that I'm like, you are a fucking shit show right now. Mm-hmm. And like, no, I don't think that that's cool. <laughs> and like, those shoes are awful. And like, we all just know who we, we're all very different, which I think makes it work. Like we're not mm-hmm. competitive for, with each other. We're all really happy for each other. And we all make a real concerted effort to just like be f- there for each other. Yeah. And they're around. And then I feel like I moved immediately after college to Minneapolis, Minnesota. Wait, before we move yeah. this far, I have one follow up. Yeah. Did you guys have Greek life? We did have Greek life. I was one of the very few people that did it. And was that because that's for me, my college group. I think it's like. I went to William and Mary. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I can say it. Yeah, you can. Go tribe. <laughs> um, and I think that there's a real athlete community that almost is like a sorority, like Greek life community because it's okay. just so small and the college is small. And so it's rare to have athletes also go over Got into it. Greek life just because like we kind of are our own Greek life. That's kind of how Lafayette is too because it's small and like sports are, you know, your, your team is like you're having a party with yeah. your team. But we... It depends on the team. Some teams are allowed to join. Some teams aren't. Yeah. And our team was. And I almost feel, I feel so grateful because it's where I met my people. But I think it definitely disturbed our team because we basically totally. just split down the middle of two sororities. No, I mean, I think it caused drama for sure yeah. amongst other grades, among our grade. But I think for me, the intention was like, I don't only want to be in an athlete community forever because mm-hmm. I also know like athletics doesn't last forever. Mm-hmm. We can talk about that too. And and I think it was just like an opportunity to have a crossover. Totally. And it was great. Yeah. I only ask because I do think what I, I find it interesting when I meet other college athletes that like my college girlfriends are sorority, n- yeah. not my team, which I, I do think is different than normal. I think it's different in the sense of like most people I know that played sports are close, maybe not with their whole class like I yeah, am, that, but like rare. close with their people from their yeah. team for sure. No. And then, then kind of figuring out like, I knew I wanted to make friends. I knew I was going to live in a foreign place. I lived in Minneapolis, mm-hmm. Minnesota, which couldn't be further from home, which is Baltimore. Yeah, how did you make friends? I think, and it's the same way I met friends here, there was like a connector. Okay. And I think for me, it was like, you know, sometimes I get exhausted by the thought of like dating, like friendship. Like, totally. Oh my God. It's dating. But I also was very cognizant of like, if you're going to meet friends and you want to meet friends, which I knew I did. You got to take advantage of like any connector that you can find. Mm -hmm. And there was one person here and there was one person in Minneapolis. And those people I'm forever grateful for. I think they're awesome people. They kind of helped me branch out further. They were like the mayors of their cities. Both of them had a million friends. They were like social butterflies. They had all these different groups. And they, you know, that individual connected me to people here that I slowly got to meet over time. And same in Minneapolis and met a few really core people. And like they're still my closest friends and here was the same. I mean, I moved out here just like everybody. We were living in New York City, similar experience to mm-hmm. you. We actually got stuck in Florida for two years during COVID. Right. 
our only friends were people in retirement community, which was really fun because I really like older people. And I <laughs> love happy thrived hour. There. I, you were like country club, tennis, Never drinks. been happier. Like was in all the leagues. Happy hour started promptly at 4.30. They had dream. a margarita truck that would go around during COVID, oh house to house. Yeah, I was like, I honestly didn't want to come back. But then I got here and I was like, it's probably time I talked to people my own age. Met. It was funny. And I feel like it was a similar vibe to when I met you where this girl invited. I, I'd done a lot of coffee dates. And how were you meeting these people? At the park. Like, I'm shocked thinking about it. Me too. Looking back. Like, w- like one person I met at the park. And then she, like, invited me over to her okay. house. It was so awkward. I got there and I was like, I got to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> like, this is not, this is not my scene. It just, well, like, you kind of can gauge. You know when you know. You know. I feel even like my husband Lizzie pushed me you, into that one. Uh, even when Lizzie met you, we left and she was like, oh my God, she's your kind of girl. Like, yeah. I get it. And I was like, because you just know. You just know, which is why I never do a dinner. Do not go to a dinner if you've never met these people. Fair. fair. Have an out plan. Yeah. Try honestly not to involve kids. I feel like a coffee chat, like coffee walk is yeah. like you're go- like a good go-to to just like get the gauge. Like, are they even fast walkers? <laughs> That's is that your like, criteria? I don't know. Like, I'm like, I'm not trying to just like. Well, don't walk with me right I'm now. Not, well, no, you're a different story, but I'm not trying to just like. Mosey. Schmy around the neighborhood. You know, yeah, like, I got to like, get my fucking steps workout. In. Holidays are just around the corner. And if you're anything like me, that means that at every table for the holiday season, there will be a side of Pillsbury Crescent Rolls. Because the nostalgia I feel when I smell their golden, delicious crust cooking in the oven is so extreme. It just sends me right back to childhood. And yes, I know Pillsbury Crescent Rolls are delicious, like just as a side. But did you know that with just a few simple steps, you can fill, roll, and bake and whip up kid-pleasing dinner recipes that will not take all night. And you know I am all about that. Hello, lazy effing dinner. Simply roll up your favorite ingredients into a crescent roll and voila, you've got a quick and easy spin on weeknight recipes that will please even the pickiest of eaters. Pillsbury Crescents take center stage as they transform from a side dish to a main attraction. If you need some inspiration, you can check out pillsbury.com for tons of delicious recipes. You can find Pillsbury Crescent Rolls in the dairy aisle of your favorite grocery store and have dinner on the table in 30 minutes or less. Say goodbye to the stress of mealtime and hello to delicious simplicity. If you're looking for dinners that are quick, easy, and picky eater approved, Pillsbury Crescent Rolls are your secret weapon. Give them a try and discover the joy of fill, roll, and bake for yourself. Find more weeknight dinner recipes at pillsbury.com. Start your culinary adventure today. Your weeknight dinners will never be the same. Postpartum throws you for so many freaking loops. But one thing that I don't think gets talked about enough is that first post-delivery poop. Because my God, it is terrifying. Personally, it sent me back to the days of my like digestive health issues, terrified of what was going to happen when I sat on the toilet and constantly struggling to have regular bowel movements. Unfortunately, I used to err very much so on the constipated side of things. That was until I started taking Seed's DSCR1 daily symbiotic around five years ago. Since then, I poop every day and I notice a huge difference in the regularity if I ever accidentally miss my morning chew capsules. I especially love Seed's DS01 Daily Symbiotic because it is a remarkable blend of 24 strains that have been scientifically studied and clinically validated for its benefits. 
You simply take two capsules a day on an empty stomach, either 30 minutes before your first meal or two hours after your last meal, and you'll start to see the benefits yourself that will, like me, keep you hooked. I've been taking it first thing every morning for the past five plus years, and it has immensely helped my gut health. I noticed a huge shift in my digestion and both the regularity and ease of flow with my bowel movements. I honestly recommend it to everyone in my life. Do you have a friend or family who could potentially benefit from digestive health support or increasing the regularity and quality of their stool? Give them the gift of Seed's DS01 Daily Symbiotic this holiday season. Visit seed.com slash Cameron and use code Cameron to redeem 25% off your first month of Seed's DS01 Daily Symbiotic. That's seed.com slash Cameron and use code Cameron. No, it's true. Like those things, which I never dated. You're so lucky. But I feel. You're welcome. Like <laughs> those are things that you do. No, I mean actually oh, dated. Oh, like actually romantically. Yeah. But I feel like that those are also things that my friends do where they're like, yeah. no, I'm not going to dinner on a first date. I'm going to drinks. And if exactly. it turns out great, we can say let's eat. But like I got an out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same thing. Same thing in the friendship dating world. And then I feel like. It was funny. I'd met a bunch of people. I'd been here at least a year, but it was also COVID. So things were a little bit harder in yeah. terms of meeting people. I, w- I also have realized I'm not good at meeting people through my daughter's stuff. Like, interesting. I always was like, oh, I'm sure I'll be so type A, like class mom. Like, oh, you- that kind of one. Stuff. I'm not. I literally am not. I've met nobody at school. Anytime <laughs> any parent group sends a text, I'm like, delete. I don't reply to anything. <laughs> it's crazy. I'm shocked. I'm shocked. At myself. I'm not. I'm like, I can't believe that I'm just like doing this, but I have no interest. <laughs> I mean, fair. Actually, one my friend just asked me, are you going to do like PTA stuff? And I'm like, maybe later in life, I just cannot, sim- I simply cannot add another thing to my plate right now. No, but also but then also, you're like, realize you're asking people to like give yeah. five bucks for cupcakes. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm not interested. I know. I'm not. I'm interested in giving $5 for cupcakes. Yeah. I mean, look, these people keep the world, like the schools going, but I just don't think I'm, I'm not, I also just don't tap into the like crafty party organized. Like if I were in charge of the PTA, there would be no decorations. Yeah. There'd be like an ice cream truck and that would be it. Right. Which I think. Which could. Is not what most kids or parents See, but I'd go to that party. I'd be like, (laughs) Cam Planet, ice cream truck. Out, there's an out plan. Yeah. There is probably going to be 40 minutes max. <laughs> it's like we are working around nap schedules, yeah. dinner, do not worry. It's quick. Like we're not making it something it's not. Yes, exactly. You know? No, but I think that's been surprising myself just because I know my own personality and what for whatever reason, I just hadn't been interested in meeting friends like that. But what about when she starts playing sports? Do you think? Like if I don't she know. does play sports, is that something you'd want to be more involved in? I think I'll scare parents away. <laughs> 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 because I mean, she's really good at sports. She's so good. And she's, she's so athletic. Like, so she's definitely going to be like an Olympian. You. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah. so I'm probably not going to be in like friend making mode. No, when I'm on the sidelines, you're going to be my mom. Oh my God. This People is like, going to be happen. like, oh no, no, Vivi's mom is here. My she's mom here. She's is here. She's go here to the games with you. And uh, the two of you are going to be fucking lunatics. Screaming. screaming. You know, my mom like would be on the field. She got knocked. She got a concussion because a ref knocked her <laughs> over on the sideline yeah. of my soccer game because she was on the field oh and she didn't see the ref oh running down the side. He literally. So he didn't purposely come over no, and knock he her out. Her. <laughs> he was running, watching the game on the field like he should have been. She had encroached so in So did the space. game stop for her? I, no, I don't really think so. Like they kind of maneuvered it. Your dad it. just like walked over. My dad wasn't there. <laughs> I think uh, if he was there, she wouldn't have been on the field 
But like the amount of times that someone, either her or my grandpa when he was alive, would just like somehow end up on the field. I'm like, yeah. what are you what are you doing? What is yeah. happening? I feel like I'll either attract people or totally you're it's totally like scare people yes. off. I'm not sure. I don't know if that's the right venue for me to make friends, to be honest. That's fair. I hope that she lets me go to her games. <laughs> <laughs> but it was funny. It was one of those things where I feel like you get older, you know yourself. I'm learning a lot about myself every day. I really thought I was going to be somebody different for school. I'm yep. not that person, whatever. But I showed up to this one event and I'd kind of been exhausted from the whole dating thing. Even mm. a few times was enough for me. And I was just like, I don't know. I don't know. But then I went to this one like faux dinner party where it was just like cash, showed up, immediately was like, okay, these girls are like cool. Like it was like a very New York vibe. Like yes. people didn't really dress up, but everybody was kind of in black and sneakers. And I was like, okay, okay, like this might this, this my vibe. Like, and then everybody started drinking red wine and smoking a lot of weed, which like I don't really smoke weed, but I was also like intrigued. Something mm -hmm. about it was like, ah. huh. Like mom's on yeah. very interesting to me. I can get behind this. And then the Indian food showed up. And then all of a sudden two hours had passed. And it was interesting. I didn't really reflect on it until after the fact. Like I realized I didn't hear one thing about anybody's kids. Not that that's like a pro or a con. Mm -hmm. And we also didn't really talk about anything like fluffy or stupid in my right. book. Like, like it was just kind of got right real in. conversations. We kind of talked a little bit about like what we did for work, what mm -hmm. was frustrating. It was just weirdly normal. Like, felt like I had been transported back to, like, if I were to go with my good friends tomorrow and sit on a right. couch. Like, I'm sure we'd talk a little bit about our kids because it's part of our lives. But I left and I was just like, I, I literally left and I was just like, that was so chill. That was, it felt so normal. And then I, those are kind of the girls that you've met now. Right. Well, it's interesting to me because the first dinner was at your house and I must have I think it was like a month after I moved moved because I got pregnant. I found out I was pregnant two weeks after we, – three weeks after we moved. And that was when I was like six weeks pregnant that day. Yeah. Early, early. And I'm someone who can't keep a secret. Like I just don't feel inclined well, it's to your keep truth. that information to myself. Yes. And so when I was sitting there, I remember – I remember being like, what the fuck do I wear? Like, yeah. what, what's the vibe here? Like, because... What did you wear? Usually I remember, I remember I these things. these, like, leather Zara, like, loose pants. Cute, cute. With, I think it was, like, a cardigan and a tank. Uh, and sneak in my Air Force Ones. It was, like, See, there, Yeah, Air Force Ones, like... Easy. Yeah, easy. But I remember, like, some of my friends who live in neighboring towns, they're groups are different and it's more like put together and, you know, that kind of vibe, which is not anyone who's listening knows that that's not my vibe. Yeah. And so I was like, all right, I guess we'll see. And, I and get there's there. a time and place. Like I like to get dressed up. Oh, Don't well, get me yeah, wrong. Yeah, but yeah. There's a time and place. But not if we're hanging out at your house right. and eating dinner. So I get there and I just remember everyone's like, hey, like, oh, do you want a glass of wine? Do you want a can? And I was like, sweet. They like weed. And I was like, actually, I can. I'm pregnant. And everyone's like, whoa, how yeah, pregnant? Like, I'm like, you don't look pregnant. Six weeks. <laughs> and I remember that dinner leaving saying to Joe, like, I really liked these women I met. Like, everyone seems so glad. normal. And then I was in, like, pregnancy hibernation. So yeah. I wasn't, like, actively trying to hang out with anyone at all. Like, yeah. I'd see you, but I wasn't, like, I feel if I hadn't been pregnant. Well, first trimester is really tough. Yeah, and I would have, and mentally for me, it fucks me up. I feel like I would have made more of an effort with the other people especially. Yeah. But then – Recently, we had another night and I called 
my best friend who just moved to the suburbs in a neighboring town and was like, I really like these women. Like I just showed up in like sweats. We just ate and everyone was high Mm -hmm. and we were just hanging out and I'm like talking about my fucking pelvic floor person putting her fingers up my butthole. I was trying to think what night it was, but yeah. And no one judged me. Well, I just felt comfortable sharing the information. Yeah. I'm like, this feels safe. Totally safe. I feel like, honestly, we got really lucky, but I also think like when my husband and I were trying to figure out where we were going to move because we just knew we couldn't go back to an apartment with a kid. We just had that in our minds, but we also were like, where are we going to go? Because there's all these stereotypes and like Mm -hmm. biases around the neighboring towns of the city. And I remember for, I I mean, I just think it's where you end up and you'll find like-minded people to Mm -hmm. whatever your personality is. If you kind of do the time to look for a town or a suburb that you feel like is already in line with what you're looking for. For me, it was like, I wanted somewhere with diversity. I wanted somewhere where people believed in science. I wanted Mm -hmm. somewhere I don't Respected know. They just had like rights. different, like yeah, like just there like were women here have yeah. pride flags hanging totally. on them. That vibe. I just like kind of wanted it to feel like New York or like Brooklyn a yeah. little bit. And when we came in and we drove through, I was like, listen, if I don't see people that don't look like me in the first five minutes, like we're not living mm-hmm. here. And within the first one minute of being right. here, I was like, oh, this is really cool. I've never seen a little town like this, mm-hmm. and I feel like other people like me want to live here. No. Agreed. And that's why we all get along so well because maybe, yes, you know, and that was just part of it, I think. I think I, I 110% agree. I feel like when it comes to meeting new friends, if there's like tangible advice that we can give, it's- You do I, have to put yourself out I there. I was literally just going to say, it sucks, but you have to yeah, put yourself out Yeah, you have to. There. You have to. And the coffee dates are worth it. Yes. And like that first dinner I went to, I didn't want to go. I was tired. Mm-hmm. I was just like, I don't know. I'm not in the mood. And like, had I not done that, I honestly wouldn't have met any of my close friends now. And I I think you have to explore the neighborhoods you're going to live in before you might move to make sure that you feel comfortable. Yep. And also, I'm not afraid to be like, oh, what's your number? Like, let's connect. Even if you end up then not text, like you don't have to be best friends with everyone you give your number to. But I think that's such an easy way, even like the two couples I was saying that I've met through Joe, we are all due within like a few weeks of each other. So we started a group chat and like already over the past two weeks, just the the amount of texts I've sent, just like questions and recommendations. And then it turns into conversation. It's like, oh, do you guys want to do this? Having the number can elevate everything because it can turn into like more casual. And that's what I feel helps friendships evolve or like the casual one-offs yeah. more than the set in stone like plans. I totally agree? agree. Yeah, I totally agree. I mean, it's hard for me to even commit to like a two and a half hour time frame yeah. with anybody. So I, I mean, feel you're the like- only people I would go to 8 p.m. dinner for. Thank you. That was fun though. <laughs> it was so fun. It was really fun, but it it was late for you. I, I understand. <laughs> but we're, we're on different timetables. We're going to have to work that out. We'll figure it out. But I do think too, I mean- I think one thing I've heard a lot as far as the advice goes is I think you have to be like deliberate with your time and also Mm -hmm. okay with like closing the door. Yeah. Because I think it causes a lot of people stress, which I totally understand where if you're like, you know what, I really like this person, but I don't want to hang out every week, whatever. It's okay to have different it's okay to not be best friends with people. Totally. And I say this a lot and I don't mean this in a rude way, but like different people can serve different 
like friendships. Totally. Different friendships can be different things. Thousand percent. I'm not going to text someone who I may not feel as close or comfortable with, whatever, as much as I text you. Like, yeah. Because they'd be like, this bitch doesn't leave me the fuck alone. And But it doesn't mean you don't want to see them. <laughs> right. It's just a different relationship. It's just different. And, and I think people sometimes maybe get make the mistake of like getting too attached in the beginning to mm-hmm. somebody who's maybe not like their partner. You yes. know, it's like dating. It is like dating. And then it's even harder because there isn't a romantic piece to like pull back a little bit, mm-hmm. which is why I do think you got to take it slow and you also have to like put yourself out there. But like you can't commit too early. Either, yes. You know, I also think and you mentioned this. unless you know when you know. Well, you know when you know. You know yes. When you know. Like there's like a woo. OK. One thing I will tell you that I just have not had much interest for, or honestly, just the energy or the time during this maternity leave is grocery shopping. Especially when it comes to postpartum, there is nothing as wonderful of having things delivered to your door and not having to leave the house to buy. The checking off of a to-do list is so gratifying and doing it from the comfort of your pajamas and couch makes it 10 times better. And that is why I am continuously relying on Thrive Market. Thrive Market is my go-to for all of my grocery and household essentials. Without fail, we have an order arriving every like four to six weeks to replenish everything we are in need of. Not only do they have all the products I love, like Simple Mills, Chomps, Siete, Three Wishes, Go Macro, and so many more, but I love that they get delivered just right to my door. You know, I also am a huge fan of the fact that you can check off like the different filters on their website, whether it be gluten-free or nut-free, et cetera and see all of the available options. The site is super user-friendly and is always reminding me of products to add to my cart from past orders that I might have forgotten about this time around. We just recently placed an order to load up our pantry with snacks and have some options to fill our son's lunchbox, and we have so many new family favorites over here. The other thing I love about Thrive is that over 30% is saved each time. With this recent order, I saved over $70 and you honestly just cannot beat that. Plus, if you find a better price somewhere else, they have a price match guarantee. Join in on the savings with Thrive Market today and get 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. Go to thrivemarket.com slash Cameron for 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. That's T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash Cameron, thrivemarket.com slash Cameron. The fall weather is finally here. And that means one thing that I'm so incredibly excited for, it is sweater weather. I love nothing more than a cozy oversized sweater to keep me warm during these cooler temperatures. And lately I'm so obsessed with everything Quince has to offer. Quince creates timeless classics that never go out of style. Items that you'll have in your closet forever, which always makes putting together an outfit so much easier. Plus, if you are someone who is looking to build a capsule wardrobe, they have all of your must-haves, like 100% Mongolian cashmere sweaters from $50, suede and leather jackets, and silk blouses and dresses. However, the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes on the savings to us, which, I mean, is a huge freaking win. Lately, I have been living in their 100% organic cotton oversized cardigan in black. I truly am so freaking in love with it. It goes with absolutely everything in my closet. Not only is it incredibly comfortable, but the price cannot be beat for the quality, coming in at only $49. Get affordable luxury with Quince today. Go to quince.com slash Cameron for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. 
That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash Cameron and get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash Cameron. Honestly, guys, you will not regret it. They have the best stuff on there. The other thing, and you mentioned this, but relying on a connector. If you know someone who lives or knows a girl or whatever in the place that you're moving to or you're at, like you need them, text them, be like, hey, do you know anyone here? I'd love to meet some new people. Just, I feel like I would have had to do that. Had I not met you, I would have like wrapped my brain of like, who knows people around here, whatever. And even I've met some people through other people who I end up spending more time with than the connector. And you're not using this person at all. It's a spider web. Like this is how you meet people. It's like Hinge. Why? Oh, because you know, like the connectors. dating, like there's like the connect, like you know people through people. It right. just, I mean, it makes it makes perfect sense. I agree. Whether you're from the same, I mean, and you're always going to have something in common with a connector too. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you got to just see how you're connected. And I also think I will say, like for instance, I was having this conversation with Lizzie who just moved here, who doesn't have kids. Yeah, and it's like, okay, well then, without the child, obviously she has me as a connector, a yeah. big connector now because I mean, she's like my sister but if you have a dog or if you live in an apartment building like all of these little things and I think this is something that New York City lacks because people just a don't have time but b everyone kind of knows people for the most part when they move to the city it feels but Philly is so community-based Deanna who was the first episode of the friendship series like she just moved to Philly recently and the girls just like straight up came up to her in the elevator and we're like, hey, did you just move into our building? And she's like, so yeah. Nice. And they're like, let's add, let me add you to the group chat. So nice. Have. That would never happen in New York. No, no, In my never, opinion. Never. And they all hang out. They've all gone out to dinner. They've yeah. gone out. Like, so also putting yourself out there without kids in scenarios of meeting people totally. who are just like-minded and share whatever that common thing is with you. Yeah. Even workout classes. Exactly. I mean, it's funny. I've been to a few workout classes and I've been like, I, I'm always like looking around, you oh, know? Duh. And I feel like I've had a few misconnections. Oh, interesting. Where I'm like, I really, like, oh, like I you want to like, be friends like, with someone? Like, yeah, I and should you have didn't talked to her do that anything. day. Yeah, it's hard. But I've seen, it's funny. I've been seeing on like the local Facebook page where like people are posting about their misconnections. <laughs> and I'm kind of like waiting <laughs> for somebody to post about me. Is this on that secret group that you talk about? Yeah. Oh, I can't. And it's like, oh, were you in a workout class at 9 a.m. on, Stop. you know, a- Avenue, whatever, X. And <laughs> and like, were you wearing this? And oh, I'm, okay. This is like. I'm waiting for somebody to do it for me. <laughs> You're like. And be like, be like yes, it's me. I was like, I've been looking for you. I've been waiting all my life for you. Yeah. No, but I do think in workout classes. But I wish I would have talked to her, you know? Yeah. Like, I wish I would have talked to her. Just and it can be so her. easy. Like, oh, do you, did you come here often? No, but just like, oh, I don't know. Hey, I don't know hot. what I would say. Like, <laughs> girl, you look good. Yeah. I well, I, I did it. Like, there were people, for me in New York, I was such a workout class junkie yeah. that like, we'd be at the 5 a.m. Berries and it'd be the same group. So then you'd kind of start yeah. to like, when you're all getting ready like oh where do you work we're all in fucking sales and trading otherwise why are we here at 5 a.m and like that conversation starts so I do think it can be like especially if you're I mean I met somebody at the park and they came right up to me and they were like hey I've seen you here a lot can I have your number and that was it and I was like for sure I also think our neighborhood is very friendly like that where I met people like we have block parties and that was so nice to meet people and then I met someone at the block party and then I saw her at the park the other day and she was like oh hey and we started talking and then we talked to her the other day in our driveway. I love those casual connections because I also feel like it's just like non-committal. Exactly. You see them and you're like awesome I'm so glad I saw you again. 
Come over, come over to my backyard right now for 30 minutes. So I will say, this is my favorite thing about our neighborhood. And I was talking about this with my friend where it is so casual feeling of just like pop in, pop out, no plans, whatever. Like, yes, it's convenient. We all, we live near a park. But even the other day, Joe was like, literally our your entire friend group was at the park with yeah, me. Yeah, it was amazing. And it just happens. And that's why I feel it's kismet with you guys living directly next door because <laughs> we're always like in each other. We're just always kind of there. And our kids are obsessed yeah. with each other. And it's just like. And we're very like-minded. Like I'm very casual like that too. Yeah. I don't know if my husband was living there by himself. Oh, if, if he'd I be like, ever... no, if he'd be like, yeah, everybody come over in the backyard. <laughs> like, I feel like I'm pushing him, but maybe it's just because he's not American. And I do feel like it's an American yes. vibe of like neighborhoody, like kids running around. But did you grow up with this? Yes. I didn't. Yeah. So this is so new to me. And so but fun. you like it. Love it. Yeah. And Joe grew For up For me, with it's it. like my whole child. Like if I wouldn't have had that, like I can't imagine I didn't have one had that. But you had two siblings. True. But girls. like. We lived on a busy street with a long driveway. Yeah. There was you couldn't walk. We didn't have sidewalks, so there was none so of. So what'd this. you do for playdates? Like get in the car and Did go somewhere. Did we have playdates? Don't even know. I don't remember. I have weird. I do not remember my childhood. I don't it's either. Like very terrifying. I talk about this all the time with my therapist. No, same. It freaks me out. Like, like I don't think happened? anything happened that I'm suppressing, but I don't remember shit. I think it was my anxiety. I think it's my concussions. Oh, and anxiety, which is funny. There was nothing anyway. Anyway. But I remember like, well, I made friends through sports and we had sports stuff. Yeah. I mean, we were just always busy. We, we were, were the same busy. thing. Yeah. But you know what was funny? Because like I had this dream talking about like living in a neighborhood like this. I had this like dream of having a house, like a rancher with a big mm -hmm. yard and blah, 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 whatever. We and then just we talked about this. We went to the realtor and I went and saw this house and I'm like, this is the house I want. Mm -hmm. She was just like, honey, do you have a kid? And I was like, huh? And this was early, early on. Like, yeah, I had to learn a million other things. But She's like, do you have a kid? And I'm like, huh? And she's like, do uh, do you want to go up this driveway every day, like in the ice and rain? And like, do you want neighbors? Do you want to be around anybody? And I do think like we're in this specific period of our life. Like she was right. Mm -hmm. For a while, I was like, no, she doesn't know what I want. She was totally right. If I didn't have neighbors in a neighborhood and you I'd know when so you see a house. Personally. Yeah, I would just feel I don't even know if I would have met people. And then you and I are so lucky, too, because it just is like another like kismet that mm -hmm. our good group of friends all live within like Two 12 houses of each yeah which is bizarre when we were walking home from the girls night you were like we literally walked up to our front doors and i was like night and you're like i feel like we're coming home from a frat party i know and i mean i was sober so i didn't quite feel that way but it did have that vibe like i was just like so giggly and high you were so and happy fun, and i was just like looking at you opening <laughs> your front door and i felt like we were like no, Walking but it back does, to our dorm rooms. It does because I will say the thing I missed the most after college was even though all my girlfriends moved to New York, they were in the East Village, the Upper East Side, the Upper West Side, Brooklyn. Like we were never that – I know this sounds crazy because you're all in New York, but it takes time to oh, get – 40 minutes anywhere you want to go. Like, yeah. So it, I missed the – we all lived on one block in college. Yeah. The nine of us were right there. So I never thought it would happen ever again. Neither. And I had said goodbye to that opportunity. And now it's so nice to just be like, can I can it's I crazy. literally drop my child off for a few hours so I can fly to go see Taylor Swift? Yeah. Or like, do you Or like, this? can we all walk to the restaurant together? Right. Like what? Or like, I'll, I can, I'll be the 
like designated or, driver. Hey, I'm at your back door right now. <laughs> <laughs> Good morning. <laughs> or my computer decided to fucking break down the yeah, two days that, I need to prep for mat leave. Can I come over? Like all of those things have been such a blessing for me in this yeah. like entry into the stage of life. Totally. My but you mom, know, it's funny though. What? I was going to say one of our mutual friends and I feel like we'll never get there because we're too open with each other already. Mm-hmm. But like, there's also complicated neighbor relationships. I'm sure. And like one of my good friends was very close with one of her neighbors. And long story short, like did something in the backyard, backyard thing, like a okay. tree. I think it was a tree thing. Yeah. And then like friendship over. Oh, wow. And like these are things that I feel like, too, it's good if you move into a new house, mm-hmm. one, to meet your neighbors and like be very open about some stuff that like you know, we were putting in a tree because I'm like, I don't want Cameron looking in my backyard. No. Every, but we were going to do it anyway. But I also w- told you, like, I didn't want you to make. Well, I didn't want we're you to putting feel up weird. the things that you have on the side of your patio right. on the side of our patio, because I'm like, you know what it is? I don't want you to feel like every time I walk up to my front door, if you're in your backyard, we have to engage. Right. But I but we, I, it doesn't. I but it's lucky because it's us. But like, point but you being, know what I if mean? You have other neighbors. You might want to like communicate these things or like yes. you might rub them the wrong way or they might be like confused right. or but like if you were someone that I was like kind of friends with but not close with and then every time I walked up my front steps if right. you were in your backyard and we locked eyes and I'm like fuck do I yeah, have I to go talk, talk to, to them her. like I know. that is like annoying that's like hell that's hell and so Joe and I talk about all the time we're like thank god thank god that we don't have to deal with that but I agree yeah. like we're putting up some trees too because I'm like I, I don't want anyone to you know well a just yeah. a little bit more privacy Totally. But when you're meeting people, it's like I've heard things where like unless you really are like communicating, you could really like rub somebody. I mean, our neighbors at our old beach house, we had a shared driveway that like went from the main street to the like one way beach Mm -hmm. street. And it was like our house, a bed and breakfast and then on the main street and then behind us, two houses that were on like the one way beach street. And the driveway went through so we could just walk through to get to the beach. So it was like super easy. You didn't have to walk on the main road, whatever. And the owners of the house behind us, they claim that when we bought it, like there was no agreement or maybe they were mad we didn't introduce ourselves. I don't know. Overnight, one night, planted an entire row of trees on their side of the property so Mm -mm. we couldn't get through. Mm -mm. And I've never heard. Friendship. Well, there was no friendship. Let me tell you, this man was horrific and bitched out my mom like I've never heard someone yell it was wild that's crazy but anyway overnight trees went up yeah so agreed there can be drama but speaking of this my mom was here her like best friend that she met because I was thinking about my parents friends like my dad's friends are definitely his like childhood people same with mine but my mom's friends she has one or two childhood but most are like moms of my friends Mm -hmm. At some stage of my life. And they're like her closest people now? When I think about her like crew, yeah. I mean, especially one. She's like her wife. Yeah. We joke that they're married. They're interchangeable. They're attached at the hip. And this is your friend's mom? They, Yeah. She has three kids that are all okay. aged the same yeah. as us. Our dads were best friends. He passed away 20 plus years ago. But my mom and her are literal inseparable people like they're yeah. the same I'm person just smiling, to the about point of like, like that. <laughs> in I, I don't know if I've said this on here but like 
their husband died in 9-11 and my mom stopped getting parking tickets for like two years after 9-11 and she drives this huge ass suburban. She does not believe in parking. She will pull that shit over yeah, anywhere and just pop out and be yeah. like, yeah, that's a parking spot. I'm like, not at all a parking spot. <laughs> and the woman came up to her two years later and was like, oh, I haven't gotten a chance to see you, but I just want to say I'm so sorry for your loss. Like, you know, and my mom's like, oh my God, I've been getting out of tickets because no she thought I was Judy. Yeah. Like they are mm-hmm. literally the same human. Oh my God. And she was here when you came over the other day to talk about like decorating stuff yeah. and you left and she was like, I feel like you met your Judy. See? And I was like, oh my God. But you know what's really weird? Not not to go back to, to us, but I was going to tell you something that just hit me the other day, which I didn't yeah. tell you yet, which was so weirdly like, you know, when I went to the medium, oh, I went yes. to a medium, had yeah. this whole experience. Anyway, mm-hmm. it was crazy. It was amazing. I have, He's wonderful. He's in Manhattan and we can, that's a hope for another podcast. Okay. But he asked me, and I've been like, I was looking through my notes the other day because I was telling my cousin about it. And he asked me, like, do you know, does anyone with the initials J and C? What? Yeah. Fuck off. No, I'm not kidding. Does J and C mean anything to you? And I was like, no, because I don't have anybody who passed. And I was there to talk to dead people. Okay. And I don't have anybody I was there to talk to yeah. dead people. I was there okay. to talk to my grandmother and grandfather. But anyway, I was like thinking about JC, JC, JC. So weird. I know. And it just the other day hit me because also what came out of it is I do think people come into your lives for different reasons. Yeah. And I think like even like my grandmother might have sent you here. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. Yeah. But I was like, JC, I'm like, oh my God, it's Joe and Cameron. That is so weird. Well, you have said stuff about. My son, too. Of right. Like well, they he, were like, you're supposed to have a son. You're supposed to have a son. I'm not taking your son. But, no, but you have a connection with but him it's weird. where and he I'm entered like, your that life. Maybe that was what. Maybe that's yeah. what they're talking about. That like, he's my little guy. That I, yeah. I, I, I don't mean, know. He fucking loves you. I love him. But that was weird. And I feel like there's just also some things that are just meant to be. Yes. Wow. That is weird. Yeah, it was really weird. Okay, well, I'll leave it on that note. This was yeah. so fun. This was so fun. I love hanging out with you. I love We're hanging so out. We're so lucky. Now We're, I get to walk home. Now you just get to pop on next door. Yeah. Um. Thank you for coming on here. Thank you all so much for listening to today's episode of Freckled Foodie and Friends. I have so much fun recording the show. It is my favorite part of my job and truly is what lights me up. Your feedback and response to every episode is what keeps me going. And if this episode resonated with you, please feel free to DM me over on Instagram or share on your stories. If you are looking for a way to support the show, please rate and or review on whatever platform you use to listen to your podcast. It means the world to me and it really helps the show grow. Please also make sure to hit subscribe so that you are up to date with new episodes coming at you every Wednesday morning. And of course, please be sure to follow me on Instagram and TikTok at at Cameron Oaks Rogers. I love you and I appreciate your support so much. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.